Welcome back to The Fable Fellas, fairy tales told unfairly. I am one of your Fable Fellas, Riley. And I am still Darter for the <laughs> remainder of the week. That's right, I forgot. My name legally is Five Pies, and it has been for the past week <laughs> until we've got the recording set up. Listen, if your name is ever one letter away from another name in the stories, then we'll we'll change it to that. I mean you can't we've gotta take we gotta take the fruit we're given by the tree that is the young folk shelf of books, junior classics issue one, fairy tales and fables. Now hold on, Carter. We can't we can't be too loose with the information about the books in case that uh, legal trouble is rearing its head somewhere in the future. Make it a little harder to find us for a while. I'll, I'll bleep out. I'll bleep it all out. Okay, that's going to be a very long bleep, <laughs> folks. It has been quite a, a wait for some of you, I'm sure, waiting to see what will happen next on the thrilling saga of Tom Tit Tot. I had to think about it for a second. But we are here to bring the story to you, our dear listeners. That's correct. Uh, but you're going to have to wait a little longer because as we did last week, we are going to once again make, <laughs> make ourselves ba- bow, bow ourselves down before the divine gods that rule literature. <laughs> and where we take a bucket of critique from, the, from, from this supple well. We were both... <laughs> We were both visited by the ghost of Joseph Jacobs, and as he laid over our beds, hovering and wailing ghostly, he said, Oh, you think you could do better? You think you could do better? It's like, okay, I guess we gotta, I guess we gotta, you know, bury the hatchet Mm -hmm. with this ghost man. So I've I've dug through I I have a I have a folder in my in my apartment full of some of my writing specifically this this folder is full of a writing from a class I did in high school about superheroes and in that class our, our writing assignments were all related to making up our own superhero and writing different aspects of a superhero's story. Wow! So I, like from there. It's episode six, and we're already introducing your high school experience that I still think you're lying about. <laughs> so we were we all sat in a big U shape of couches and came up with. Um, actually, you know what happened is our teacher rolled a six sided die to determine how many powers each of oh us would be able God. to choose, and then we made up. And then from there, we just we just went for it. So I made up this guy called that guy with a random power and then i shortened all of that to tg warp oh um, that's really good that's really good yeah i thought so i I make fun of your high school experience often but i'm pretty sure it's only because i'm so jealous that you got such a freeing experience in your formative years (laughs) well i had to do something because they rolled up me a one on the die uh terrence and that uh so what I said, well, I, I want to just have it every day. My character will, wakes up with a different thing he, he can do, and he has to figure out what it is. Oh, and, okay. And that's, uh, that's, that's, his, that's his shtick. He, so he never knows what's going to happen to him is the deal. So there was a – so we had to write a – oh, and the one other fun thing about that was whenever we did, whenever we did in-class writing, somebody in the class had to come up with what I could do. Ooh. And I, so I was, I, I never picked the random power that I had, like the ca- the character had. A lot of collaboration um, in this superheroes class, which I guess is pretty yeah, on brand. There's some collaborative stories in this folder too, but this one I wrote all on my own. This is, this is the nemesis origin story. A nemesis who I named Dr. Diviner. Oh. <laughs> could, 
Oh, who could see... I unironically really like that. <laughs> who could see the future, which was, in my, in my literary brain, the antithesis of never knowing what your day was going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean that power that everyone has, not knowing what comes next? <laughs> that mystical power of, hmm, wonder what's going to happen to me today. That's correct. Um, so the title of this story is Nemesis of That Guy with a Random Power, <laughs> comma, Dr. Diviner. <laughs> His name... <laughs> <clears throat> Ralph Freeman was one project away from a degree in psychology. Freeman and he had decided is a perfect to... <laughs> superhero last name. This is the this is the enemy. This is the villain as well. Oh, I also okay. didn't capitalize his last name. Mm. Oh, to show that he is not a representative of the free man. I guess I don't bad. know what I was thinking. Terrence caught a um caught a different typo, but didn't catch that. That's funny. This has my teacher's. Uh, comments on it oh, neat. <laughs> ralph freeman was one project away from a degree in psychology and he had had decided to write a 10-page essay on fortune tellers <laughs> ever since he was a boy <laughs> ralph had been fascinated by them and he was glad that his study topic allowed the opportunity <laughs> this is a bad sentence he was glad that his study topic allowed the opportunity to study them <laughs> uh, well <laughs> he was nervous this is he was this is the iconic Batman Rogues Gallery story. He's gonna he's going to find a radioactive fortune teller and it's gonna give him his powers. Well, <laughs> he was nervous when he first walked into the back room of a corner mart, holding on tightly to a piece of paper that he had written questions on the night before. The room had smelled of incense and tobacco smoke, and there was a round table in the middle. Red and orange curtains covered every wall. Welcome a voice said from across the room. At first, Ralph couldn't figure out where the voice was coming from, but as his eyes got used to the gloom, he saw a woman. <laughs> Whoops. Wait, spelling? <laughs> Can you give me spelling on that? Yeah, E-N. Oh, he, he saw multiple He saw women. a woman. <laughs> no, a woman. Standing against the curtain. He saw a darter. Her, he, saw, he saw a darter woman. Standing <laughs> against the curtains. Her dress and frizzy hair were both almost the exact same color and the decorations, which Terrence crossed out and wrote as. Thank you, Terrence. Thanks, Terrence. Won't you sit down? Before Ralph could ask his questions, the seer insisted that he get his fortune taken. Ralph obliged, and the fortune tellers... The fortune tellers... That's in plural as well. Is there... No, there's just one. Maybe at the time I wasn't sure if there were more than one or not. <laughs> <laughs> now you're second guessing your own work all these years later. I guess. Ralph what happened to that high school confidence? Told him that the next day he would go to a newsstand and the cashier would accidentally give him a twenty dollar bill instead of a five. That's for very specific. A, awesome fortune. Ralph, Ralph didn't think this was a standard fortune and was a little put off. <laughs> There was no humming, chanting, hand-holding, or palm reading. Just a fortune. After the prediction, he asked his questions, went home, and went to bed. Wow, just glazed over the entire interview process. Mm-hmm. There's more to that, but I think that's a good stopping spot. Oh, I think, all right, fine. Leave I mean, the fans wanting. I mean, unless we want to make this the whole episode, because I still have a page and a half. <laughs> You know, you know, we should do, we should, I know I have some very long form pieces from my high school days as well. 
So maybe we should make a thing of it where we start off with like, like we start off with our readings of our old mm-hmm. work, but if it's like some really long stuff, then we do weekly readings of it. Maybe I can bust out that uh, zombie story I talked about last episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, this is great. This is good because this is what it does is it adds variety. People will come here for all different reasons. They'll say, oh, I want to hear... Uh, two people read their own terrible high school writing <laughs> or oh i want to hear the post 1930s fantasy literature and either way you'll be satisfied you'll leave with a belly full of words and you'll think yum <laughs> belly full I loved of words. It. you'll leave with a belly full of words and you'll think yum that's the pull quote that i want <laughs> on, the, on our podcast page right underneath Fairy tales told unfairly. Will you give us a brief recap of the story so far of uh, Tom Tit Tot? Tom Tit Tot. Tom Tit Tot. On the last episode of Tom Tit Tot. Daughter, daughter, daughter five. <laughs> immediately, immediately <laughs> choked. One more game. <laughs> Fudge. Mm. Save myself for the last second. We we were introduced to a mother and a daughter. The mother's pies mm-hmm. didn't turn out well. She made five of them. And she said, you know, they'll come around again. And the daughter just kind of misinterpreted entirely what that meant. So she ate all five of the pies thinking that, okay, the pies will just come back again because she's bit of an airhead we kind of like sailed past that one in the previous reading <laughs> then she then she's the mo- gatless yeah she's gatless <laughs> she don't have a gat then the mom sang a song about how frustrated she was about her daughter eating five pies i feel like i'm dissociating just going over this while she was singing that song the king was walking by and he's like hey what's that song and the mom was embarrassed because her daughter ate five pies and she said no no i said five skines I said steamed hams. Well, what I'm thinking, are you sure? Because pies and skines sounds like a closer thing. If it's skeins, I feel like that's a bit too much of a stretch. I had Google say it to me. What does Google know? I, you know, that's a great point. What does Google know about the 30s yeah. or the post-30s? Rich, the rich tapestry that was the oral storytelling and, and chronicling of <laughs> European folktales. Yeah. So anyway, the king was weirdly intrigued by this premise so he married the daughter and for 11 months they were happy but on the 10th month he's like all right now you got to prove it go into this barren room produce five skines or i'll kill you and it's like oh what am i gonna do and then uh there was a knock at the door it was a mysterious little lad that's when i realized that this is a rumpelstiltskin prototype and that's where we left off um, you said uh, after 11 months went by on the 10th month, and I just want to stop the tweets Did right I say now that? And say, yeah, you did. <laughs> How's your math, Riley? I don't know. Like I said, it, I was getting dizzy just recounting the events of the past reading because it just beggars belief. <laughs> So this little black goblin creature with a tail shows up, and on the, on this photo on the page, there's a little picture that you get to see. Oh, let me check. Which is actually I I, I oh, gave you the look at the little guy. You have to skip one. Yeah. Um. So she so he says, "Why are you crying?" And she says, "What's that to you? Never you mind that said. But tell me what you're a crying for. That won't do me no good if I do," says she. All right. Understandably, very upset. This makes yeah. sense. She's like, my head's going to get it cut off. Why would I bother talking to this little goblin boy? Yeah. 
I have so I, much on my plate right now. I don't have time to entertain this goblin that just walked into my room. So the goblin says, you don't know that. And twirled that's and twirled that's tail around. <laughs> you know, it's really interesting to see that an old pronoun for like it was or they was that. Yeah, twirl that's, that's this is tail around. That said, twirl that's tail. And grammatically speaking, that should be twirl that is tail round. But as we know, the rules of language change over time. I'd be fascinated to see what the actual like I want to see an English teacher from this time period yeah. explaining to the kiddos why that works. Well, I think it's a I think it's the it's the pronoun they or it and it's possessive. But they're using instead they're using that. Yeah. So it's it's not meant to be that is. It's a possessive it's a possessive pronoun, which is crazy. Because yeah. I've never seen that before. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, he's, twir- he's twirling that. Can you it, tell that we're sorry, English that, teachers? <laughs> that is twirling that's tail around. <laughs> well <laughs> says she. That won't do no harm if that don't do no good. And she upped and told about the pies, the skeins, and everything. This is what I'll do says the little black thing. I'll come to your window every morning and take the flax and bring it spun at night. Come to my window. I will leave you a skine by the light of the moon. <laughs> come to my window. So, ever prudent, uh, <laughs> Darter Five Pies asks, uh, what? what's your pay? That looked out of the corner of that's eye. eye. So weird. And that said, I know it's so hard. Oh, wait, do you think, okay, do you think that it's trying to emphasize how not human this thing is by, instead of saying like, never mind, it said, they're saying yeah. that, okay, okay. That's what I was trying to convey oh, a little God, earlier. Oh, God, okay, jeez, I, I was so yeah. stuck up on the, uh, on the apostrophe there making it that is that I just didn't clock that at all. Wow. Now, as I kept calling it a possessive pronoun, and you were like, yeah, 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 it's short for that is. And I was like, no, that's not what. Man, what it's Sunday. I don't have to teach anybody anything or have to know anything. <laughs> right, okay, well, I'm glad that that roller coaster came to it, because I was also, like, fully out of my mind trying to explain what, how I thought. <laughs> this was but, yeah, it, it's, definitely, it's definitely an insert for the it. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And that said, I'll give you three guesses every night to guess my name. And if you haven't guessed it before the month's up, you shall be mine. Well, because the the women in this family tend to just agree to things without giving them a ton of thought. Well, she thought she'd be sure to guess that's name before the month was up. All right, says she. I agree. This also doesn't seem as grim as Rumpelstiltskin because in the first one, I'm, I'm trying to recall all the details, but I know like she sets a deal with him and she gives away something that she has of value. And then by the third time that she needs help, the only thing that she has that is of value to Rumpelstiltskin is her newborn son. And that's where the drama comes in here. It's Mm. setting it up to be like a beauty and the beast story. Unless we are led to believe that being with this goblin man will just by default be a terrible experience, which is a little judgy. (laughs) Well, honestly, I just I, I gave her a little bit of heat there for being pretty quick to say yes to this plan. But now that I'm thinking about it, she's got essentially, you know, three options, which is one, I this deal works out. I guess his name. I get my skeins. Everything is groovy Two, I if die. that doesn't work. 
Yeah, or or I die. And third option, if I if if I don't guess this guy's name, at least my head won't get cut off, and I'll just be this goblins, I guess. Which I'm sure there's there's room for unpleasantness there for sure. Sure, but it's better than it's loads better than option two. Yeah, and option one is, is still on the cards. Right. So this makes perfect sense to me. I would I I'd make this deal. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. If my mom sold me to the king. On the deal that I could make yeah. five skeins a day. If I ate five pies and got sold to a king, this is the <laughs> this is the deal I'd take to. <laughs> I'll do this. Okay. <clears throat> All right. That says, and la, how that twirled that's tail. Well, the next day, Still her husband took her into the room, and there was the flax and the day's food. Now there's the flax, says he, and if that ain't spun up this night, off goes your head. And then he went out and locked the door. He'd hardly gone when there was a knocking against the window. She upped and oped it. See, it's not a typo. <laughs> it's not a typo. There it is again. She I don't like it, but it's it. not a typo. <laughs> and there, sure enough, was the little old thing sitting on the ledge. Oh, this little old thing. Okay, hold on a minute, Riley. One second. He says, What? Where's the flax? Says he. He, Jacob. Come on. Jacob, you can't you can't do that to us. I'm Jacob. You, I was just you cannot. You can't you can't drag us through this nightmare swamp of the pronoun that, (laughs) and then just up and give up the game. I I'm so so mad. (laughs) I had to switch my brain from weekend mode to teacher mode to remember what a possessive pronoun was to stick along with this. Garbo, and then you just changed the rules on me at the last minute. Oh, I'm never going stars. to try to respect John Jacob's ghost again. Okay, this is why I said the wrong name for it, Joseph Jacobs. I'm really All upset. All right, so she's yeah. So she says to to him, "Here it be," and gives it to him. Well, come the evening, and knocking came again to the window. She upped and she oped it. Could you imagine if it said opened right there? <laughs> I would lose my mind. Straight up. And there was the little old thing with five skeins of flax on his arm. That. That made five, five skeins today. That. That made five, five skeins today. Here, here it be, says he. And he gave it to her. Now, what's my name? Oh, no, nah, nah. What? What? Is that Bill? <laughs> says she. <laughs> No, that ain't, says he, and he twirled his tail. He twirled his tail. That's not twirling that's tail anymore. Is that Ned, says she? No, that ain't, says he, and he twirled his tail. Well, is that Mark, says she? No, that ain't, says he, and he twirled his tail harder, and away he flew. Wait, do you I like, like to imagine he twirled that his the tail is the propeller. <laughs> yeah, amazing. So Bill, Ned, and Mark were all names that were around back in the day. Mm-hmm. And you keep those three names in mind because the next three names she guesses are just as it are are so far off from those first three. Oh yeah. It's bonkers. Neat. Alright. Well, when her husband came in, there were the five skeins ready for him. <laughs> I see I shan't have to kill you tonight, my dear, says he. You'll have your food and your flax in the morning. Says he, and he away he goes. I don't think the relationship's well, gonna last when this is all said and done. I feel like this is a hard thing to bounce back from, even if they have kids. This, 
this is tough. And plus, after this year, like, you know, depending on how the end of the story turns out, is she going to have to do this again? Is she going to have to make another crazy deal with a different little demon thing? I don't know. Maybe the king just doesn't really have a lot of follow through. And the second this year is done and this section is done, he'll just, you know, forget about it. Yeah, the novelty of making five skeins a day will have worn off. <laughs> well, every day the flax and the food were brought, and every day that their little black impet used to try to come mornings and every in evening. Oh, sorry. I okay. Come pause for just evening. a second. So she's making five skeins a day every day for the entirety of the twelfth month, right? Uh, well, the black impet is creating five well, skeins a day yes, every day. But for them. from the king's perspective, he's like, I have. She has to prove it. That that's not that doesn't seem fair. Like she did it once when the mom made up her story about it. Trying to do that consistently for an entire month, like there's going to be burnout. She's going to get tired. Her hands would probably be covered in blisters. What is he going to chop her head off if she produces four skines on the 29th day? Four and three quarters of a skein. I just don't think this king is very fair. I've said it. Well, are, I, it I, back. I, I respectfully disagree. He has given her for 11 months all the food she could eat, all the clothes she could wear, and all the company she could keep. Yeah, and then for and a month in exchange straight. for that, all he asks, Riley, all he asks is for five skeins a day every day for an entire month or else she'll cut it. She, she gets her head cut off. Yeah, yeah, I guess it does make sense, Carter. And, I, a, and I guess that in reasonable. the Hunger Games, all of the people from all the districts that are sent out uh -huh. to die for the amusement of the mm -hmm. capital i guess it's totally yes. fine that they do that because they get fed really nice they get to wear nice clothing for the two weeks leading up to it what are you talking about no that's not fair because there's class-based poverty some of the districts have it way better oh, well, and so i think i and that 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 creates a drive and an impetus for people to enter the hunger games this the darter five pies heard this agreement ahead of time was not coerced into it and said sure he'll probably forget about this lunacy deal before he gets to the 12th month i still think the king that is could on be her a that's egg on her face <laughs> um anyway so he goes uh and all the day the girl sate trying to think of names to say to it when it came at night now it's it yeah also, she didn't have a now book on now. hand, so really all she could do was just brainstorm names <laughs> all day. But she never hit on the right one, and as it got toward the end of the month, the impet began to look so maliceful, and that and that twirled that's tail. Jacob! Oh, in the same paragraph, Jacob! In the same paragraph. Sorry, Joseph. Joseph Jacobs. You better stop it. It's it and that's... <clears throat> okay. <laughs> the impet began to look so... Uh, it twisted its tail faster and faster each time she gave a guess. At last, it came to the last day but one, which means second to last day. Yep, the the penultimate day, one might say. Exactly, along with the five skeins, and that said, well, ain't you got my name yet? Is it, is that Nicodemus? <laughs> Says she. Yeah, is it no, Bill? Is it Nicodemus? No, to ain't, that says. Is that Samuel? Says she. Do you mean Samuel? I Maybe, there's no you. Note ain't that says those hard T sounds are exactly read as written. I believe Sorry you. for listeners. Ah, well, is that Methuselah? Excuse me. No, hold on. Hold on. Where's that page? Where's it's page 14. Wow. Of the junior classics. Bill, Ned, Mark, Methuselah, Nicodemus, <laughs> Bill, Samuel, Ned, Mark, and Methuselah. 
Now there was a month there of names we didn't hear her guess. Oh so god, there yeah. Could have been a build up. Could yeah. have been a pretty sweet lead up. Is it Boris? Is it Vladimir? Uh, then that looks at her with that's eyes like a coal of fire, and that says, "Woman, there's only tomorrow night, and then you'll be mine." And away it flew. Well, she felt that horrid. However, she heard the king coming along the passage. In he came. And when he sees the five skeins, he says, says he. He says, says he. He says, says he. The next page. Well, my dear, I don't see but what you'll have your skeins ready tomorrow night as well. And as I reckon I shan't have to kill you, I'll have supper in here tonight. Uh So they brought supper and another stool for him. And down the two sate. Well, he hadn't eaten but a mouthful or so when he stops and begins to laugh. What is it? Says she. Ah, why? (laughs) I was out a-hunting today, and I got away to a place in the wood I'd never seen before. And there was an old chalk pit, and I heard a kind of sort of humming. So I got off my hobby. Yeah, chalk pit. You know where the chalk comes from? You know, you have to, in like a chalk quarry and a chalk mines, the chalk mines of old. Carter... (laughs) You weren't there either, you eat okay? It, you eat you it can't to make your voice soft. Carter, I know you, <laughs> you weren't there either. You can't do that to me. It's not fair. Where, where do you think the chalk that the wolf ate from the other story to make his voice all soft came from? It came from the chalk pit. Yeah, so he had to... <laughs> he went... All these stories are connected, Riley. The John J- Yeah, the Joseph Jacobs <laughs> extended universe. <laughs> we have got to be more consistent about calling this dude the right name. And by we, I probably mean me. Joseph J. I've been calling him Jacob. I guess I should call him Mr. Jacob. So I got off my hobby, and I went right to the pit. And I looked down. Well, what should be there but the funniest little black thing you ever set eyes on? Don't like that. And what was that doing? But that had a little spinning wheel. Oh, now he's doing And that was spinning wonderful fast. (laughs) And twirling that's tail. And as that span, that sang. (gasps) Nimmy, nimmy, not. My name's Tom Tit Tot. (laughs) How was that? I like it. I guess this would be the king doing an impression yeah. of the impet, Tommy Tom Tittot. My name is Tom Tittot. My name is Tom Tittot. My name's Tom Tittot. Well, when the girl heard this, she felt as if she could have jumped out of her skin for joy, but she didn't say a word. Next day, that there little thing looked so maliceful when he came for the flax. And now it's a he again. Came, okay, yeah, I gotta stop he, bringing it up. He. I gotta stop bringing it up. It's going <laughs> to bother me every single time, but I keep interrupting my co-host. <laughs> this is the thing it's like why for no why reason mr jacobs and when she came she opened the window at least we have some consistency and that came right in on the ledge that was grinning from ear to ear and ooh, that's tail was twirling around so fast what's my name that says as that gives her the skeins is that solomon says she oh pretending to be a feared oh. is that <laughs> S- solomon she says, pretending to be a fear. She's going to hit him no, with a real one-two on the next one. Ho, 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 that says. And that came farther into the room. Well, is that... Zebedee? <laughs> says she again. No, taint, says the impet. And then that laughed and twirled that's tail till you couldn't hardly see it. Carter? Whoa, <laughs> that's funny. Zebedee is the name of Gavin's daughter. <laughs> yeah, Wow. Is th- How crazy. Gavin and Sabrina didn't get that from, like, this story, did they? Do you think they would have known? Do you think they were I don't a know. Did of uh, the old story of Tom Tittop? Did you, uh, like, show Gavin this book when, um, when he came over and he, like, weaved through it? I read him years ago. 
Yeah. I don't, this is I, definitely not the story that I think, I, I mean, I have shared with him a few of these, but um, yeah, not in the last nine months have I shared this story. And yet. By the way, c- congratulations on Gavin's one-year-old, or one-day-year-old Zebedee. Yeah. Happy birthday, little Z. Um, Your uncles, Carter and Riley, love you very much. Beautiful, beautiful baby girl. Um, if you know Gavin, send him cards that say <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> Looking forward to meeting little ZBD. This episode's going to go long. We got to get going. <laughs> All right. Take you the time, woman. That says, <laughs> take time, woman. <laughs> he suddenly, oh, God. He suddenly gets a lot more menacing in his voice. Take time, woman. Next guess in your mind. Oh. And that stretched out that's black hands at her. Well, she backed a step or two and she looked at it. And then she laughed out and says she, pointing her finger at it. Let's turn the page. Yeah. Nimmy, nimmy, not. Your name's Tom Tit-Tot. Well, when that heard her, that gave an awful shriek in a way that flew into the dark. And she never saw it anymore. All right. And (laughs) one year from this day, the king bade her to create five more skeins, and she could not. And her head rolled across the floor. I'm looking at that last page now, and there's an illustration of her pointing at the monster in the most triumphant, like, sort of pose. And the way that Tom Tit Tot is, like, posed, he's, like, holding his hands at his side like he is having a grand mal seizure, and you can't even see his Mm -hmm. face. No, it's very difficult. He's looking up at her with, like, a, oh. Yeah. No. (laughs) Dang, I made... I made so many skines! I made you 90 skeins, give or take five, depending on what month this is. <laughs> Darn. Well. Well. The, well, Tom Tit Tot got hoisted right good. Yep, hoisted by his own petard. Maybe he shouldn't be singing a song that includes his name in any sort of proximity of the castle. Yeah, especially not any chalk pits that the king might visit on his hobby. Yeah, because the king clearly just kind of leaves the castle without telling anybody, without getting any contingent of guards on hand, and then just wanders the town. This king is such a strange dude, because he is wandering... We know he wanders the town. That's how he found Daughter Five Pies. <laughs> and and it's bizarre to think that he was... He's clearly more interested in a woman that can spin five skeins than he is in a little impet named Tom Tit-Tot who dances around in chalk pits because he was just like, ah, oh, this will be a fun thing to tell my wife later, assuming I don't have to cut her head off today. And even so, like, he obviously wasn't that interested in her skeins making because after 11, like, he was willing to wait 11 months for this whole parade this whole farcical situation so right he yeah so he really just wanted a wife for 11 months and then maybe something interesting or perhaps re-entering the bachelor life right this is the thing giving them that 11 month trial period maybe maybe the way he makes deals like this is he gives the he, he does, like, this 11-month trial essentially to be like, do I actually... I could call this off or pretend I forget if I like this person enough that I would actually like to continue being married to them. Otherwise, they knew the deal. They knew the deal in month 12 that'll cut their head off if they, uh, if they don't perform this crazy talent. 
that I that we only have heard that she could do through hearsay from the mother. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm not surprised that stories from nearly seven centuries ago did not really have a lot of character building and also <laughs> didn't really have a lot in terms of two characters who are romantically entangled in some way getting to know each other. But there's, uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, I know we, we, we've got like two minutes here, but I just briefly want to talk about what on earth could be the lesson of this story because it frustrates me to no end that the uh, daughter Five Pies gets herself in this insane situation and only gets out of it because her husband just happens to hear Tommy, Tom, Tommy give the game away. And so, like, what what do we learn? What do you learn as a as a as a youth reading this story for its essentially its imagine its imaginative fiction and life lessons? Well, um, this might be looking at the strategy guide a bit, but let's think back on uh, Rumpelstiltskin because she gets herself out of it in very much the same way. Like, sure, no one actively tells her what the name is, but she goes sneaking around and finds the dude doing a little victory shuffle in his like Shaq and he shouts out his name because he wants to gloat that she never found it out. I think, I think that it's not so much looking at, okay. I, I figured out, I figured it out. The moral right. of the story is be careful who you make a deal with because uh... overall both stories, the characters make deals to put themselves in situations where they will lose something very important, whether it's their firstborn or their freedom or their lives. And they only get out of it through con through coincidence or through getting really lucky because it was lucky for her that this little goblin who likes making deals shows up and he is a whiz at making skines. It's extremely lucky for her that her meandering murderous husband happened to hear him singing a fat beat about his name in a chalk pit. And if those things hadn't happened, it would be over for her one way or another. So I think it's really just about being careful about the deals that you make because they come with a price. Yeah, and looking at the two deals that um, that that Darter makes in this story it are she made the deal with the king to do the to do the marriage and also make the skeins. Then she makes a second deal to try to get out of the first deal. So maybe also like so as an addendum, if you do happen to make a terrible deal that could result in the end of your life, making even a slightly less bad deal is still worthwhile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I enjoy that one just because it's 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 silly and fun, um, and the writing in it is bizarre. I also really enjoyed that one, though. I will say, um, I brought in my writing piece partially because I thought it'd be fun, and partially because I did think we needed to give Joseph Jacobs the benefit of the doubt. But after that grammatical nightmare, I'm not sure if I want to give him the benefit of the doubt anymore. <laughs> Well, to keep our listeners on the hook, you can definitely join us next week for the continuation of Nemesis of that guy with a random power, Dr. <laughs> Diviner. And I'll go through my files and see what else I can bring up the week after. Fantastic. All right. Well, um, infinitely in literary jest, I am Fablefella Carter. As always, from my heart to yours, I am Fablefella Riley. Keep it vitty, everybody. Ha, 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 ha.
funny. I, I thought we were going to die. <laughs> <laughs>